Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. From New York, here is Sam Roberts. Oh, baby, how are we? Not Sam Wrestling interview bonus show. Coming at you, hope everybody's doing well. Subscribe wherever you subscribe. Leave in ratings, reviews, YouTube, the whole deal. Matter of fact, if you want to watch this whole interview, it's also available at youtube.com slash Wrestling. What interview, you ask? Well... Here in the Not Sam studio, I got to sit down with the one and only Deathmatch King and the one and only Deathmatch Queen, Matt Cardona and Steph DeLander while they were in town defending the House of Glory World Championship against Carlito. They came to the Not Sam studio because it's the stop that everybody has to make. We talked about it all. We talked about uh, Steph DeLander getting added into the insane world that Matt Cardona has created. We talked about the rumors of Matt Cardona having dinner with John Cena, and if that was even true. His friendship with Cody Rhodes and the stories that Cody has spread about him, and so much more for the first time in the Not Sam studio. Matt Cardona, Steph DeLander, enjoy. The Not Sam Wrestling Interview. At long last. I knew it would happen. I just didn't know when. I can't he, believe this is real. Yeah, no, it's real. It's real. In the Not Sam studio, here we have the Deathmatch King. That's right. The Indie God. That's right. Always ready. Yep. The Michael Jordan of wrestling figure collecting. That's right. <laughs> Internet champion. Internet yeah. champion. How yeah. to forget the OG. Along with. That's right. The uh, Indie Goddess. That's right. Mm-hmm. Internet women's wrestling champion. Women's mm-hmm. internet champion. Sorry. Yeah. Women's internet <laughs> champion. Yeah. Um Deathmatch Queen. Deathmatch yeah. Queen. That's right. Yeah. The best nickname, the yeah. third C. The third C. The third C. <laughs> that was what the shirt should say, by the way. The third C. Right. Yes. And the baddest bitch on the Indies. And the baddest bitch on the Indies. I will take your money through tweets. Steph. Delander, Matt yeah, Cardona. We are here. Welcome to the Not Sam Studio. How are you guys? I'm just looking around. I see, you know, I see my product, Major Bendy's. I see Effie. I see Dan Houser. I see Joe Janella. I see the Good Brothers. Where's the Matt Major Bendy? Um, 
I'm waiting for the big rubber guys. The big rubber guy available now. Majorpodmerch.com. You know, also yeah. you could yeah. probably take credit for products that you see. That's the Ludwig Borga that your podcast is. Made that the famous. one? That's the one. <laughs> With the, so, Sam, I know you can't really tell, but that Ludwig Borga is a very rare figure, right? And it's supposed to have 10 fingers like a normal human. But <laughs> Sam. Who we, we, we've seen what Sam has done with his life. He's a very accomplished broadcaster. He gets paid by WWE and he can't afford to upgrade that Ludwig Borg. Look at that. He doesn't even have all the fingers. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? He needs to upgrade Ludwig Borg. Yeah, it was my childhood. So buy a new one. <laughs> Fuck. Buy a new one. Am I, I mean, going to get you... canceled if I say I don't know who this is? No, you won't get canceled. No, okay. no. That's actually, honestly, Ludwig Borg is probably a good one not to know. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, I don't know point. who there's, that is. There's not much. Well, I mean, guys, yeah. what a what an incredible time to be the both of you. I figure just as, as the world is watching Matt Cardona evolve into the, the indie savior. Yes. That you became. Yes, I get DMs all the time. So I'll thank you for coming to the Indies and saving us. Who's well, that DMing you? I, I don't want to, you know, it's confidential, <laughs> but I get them at least 15 times a week. Thank you so much for coming to our territory. Wow. You know, teaching us uh, how to sell merch the correct way, you know, teaching us how to grab a hold, stuff like that. You're like the undertaker what of the holds, Indies. What holds do you do? Sorry, I just want uh, to ask a good question. I rip off my shirt and I choke them with the shirt. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just, just checking. Work smarter, not yeah. harder. I am yeah. the writer taker, which, by the way, got over a million views on social media. Did you watch it? Yeah, of course I watched course. it. I've actually, uh, I was, uh, I, I wanted to compliment you on your increased production value. I think that yes. people, when they do stuff, should continue to get better. Sure. And you know, you, you, Z True Long Island Story is the godfather of all these kind of internet wrestling shows. But if you would come out with an iPhone and just kind of vlogging, I'd be like. Matt, like, what do you, what do you, you did this, but to see you, was well, all Steph. Steph, Steph, you know, Steph, we, we had this idea. If we're going to get together, you can't be half pregnant, right? We got to, we got to force right. this. I've heard. We got, we got to force this. We got to shove this down people's throats. So we got to attack from all angles, whether it be getting booked all over the world or flooding people's social media feeds. So, like, hey, let's put out a video every single week. And guess what? Sometimes it's fucking hard, but we do it. You know, we, that, that, it is what it is. So how did, okay. So that's, that's kind of the first question. Cause that's what I was getting at. The people see you as this savior, right? And you're doing it and you're doing it for the last couple of years. But then 2023 comes around, right? You know, WWE is smoking hot. AEW is smoking hot. Like everything's starting to get back to normal. Brian Myers is over here signing with Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Chelsea Green is signing with uh, WWE. She went back to New York. <laughs> she and left me. And it's like, what? She left me high and dry. And she did. <laughs> She, she did. She ruined my shtick. <laughs> right. And it's like, <laughs> and you've done the deathmatch thing. Yeah. You've done the fish out of water. Like, oh, the WWE superstar existing in the indie world. Yeah. And I think people were like, okay, like, is is that run over? It's and then all over. of a sudden. Indie God, baby. Indie God and in the next God. evolution, which is the two of you. So yes. how does, how does, because I feel like people may take for granted that you just be like, okay, we'll just do this together. But Steph, I mean, this is not. Like I've heard, you can't get half pregnant. No. All of a she's sudden, she's not pregnant, by the way. <laughs> I would hope not. She's a deathmatch queen. Not, right. not pregnant. No. But my point is more that, like you know, you're 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 coming out of the WWE system yourself, released from NXT, figuring out like, okay, I'm getting my mm. my my feet wet. I'm 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 getting in here on the indie circuit, and when you're coupled with the deathmatch king. It's an all or nothing scenario. Like, does Matt Cardona come to you and say, like, okay, this is 
what I see for us, but you have to trust me with everything. You know, I before I want to cut you off for a second. I've never heard <laughs> which, which fits the scenario. <laughs> yeah. I just said. I've never heard <laughs> her version of the story because we get asked this question a lot. Do, I tell. Do you wonder why? <laughs> so I was I'm, about to say it. I like but... to, I like to hear your version of the story. And yeah, then, uh, I, mean, yeah. I, mean, I think that's that's it feels fairly inappropriate and almost mansplaining for yeah, me to go. Was, hey, yeah. Matt, like, yeah. how did you? Yeah. I'm more interested. But then he, said, he was like, "Let me mansplain anyways. Let me not explain the scenario." Yeah, yeah. How do you make the choice to go? Like, okay, you know, I've got my own thing going on, but I see what's here. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to put this level of trust in this in this Matt Cardona character. Yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, we were on a tour in Australia and I grew up watching him. I've known him, for, I've known of him for years. We right. didn't really know each other personally. I mean, we met each other once, but we didn't really have a relationship. But we were on this tour together in Australia um, and he came up to me and was like, hey, I have to ask you a question. And I was like. Oh fuck! I was like, I've, <laughs> I was like, I've done something wrong. Like, I pissed him off. He's not happy yeah. with me. Like, ask you a question. Who the fuck do you think yeah, you are? No, seriously. I instantly, I was like, oh my god, I've done something wrong because we'd literally never spoken. And he was like, oh, do you want to like work with me on the indies and like be my heater? And I was like, let me just check my really boozy schedule of all these dates <laughs> that I don't have currently. I was like, yes, a hundred percent, yes. Um, and then yeah, I flew home, flew back to America early, and we did a GCW show together and just kind of hit the ground running. But well, like what he said before, like with the video stuff, like that was my videographer that I introduced into Matt because wow. I was already doing promos with him. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have like Matt is so all or nothing and I am as well. Um, so we kind of have a similar mindset for all of these things. The difference was like, you know, I had ideas and I wanted to create these promos, but, you know, I couldn't afford to do it every week at the time. Or I wanted to get all these this gear made, but I wasn't doing shows three times a week. So I couldn't, you know what I mean? Like I... I wanted to do all these things and then I met someone else who wanted to do all those things too and together now we have more of the resources that we're able to create videos every week. We're able to get UK gear for one-off shows. Like we're able to do all that kind of crazy stuff. So I feel like we both had that mindset separately and then like joining forces, it's kind of been perfect and I think that's why we've done so well in such a short period of time. Was there any worry though on your part? Because I mean the wrestling industry is full of broken promises right it's full of people who go like here's what we'll do we'll do this we'll do that you never hear from him again right was there any sort of fear or did you know enough about him that you're like this is a hundred percent who he is there was no fear whatsoever and there to your point there always is in wrestling you know what i mean but this was something that probably that i've been the most sure of in my entire wrestling career was like this is a good idea and i've never said that but it's true because like Look at he spent how many years did you spend in WWE? Like fourteen. That's or so, not that, that doesn't happen by accident, you know. So you've got to be doing something right to even have a job there for that long, and then to be able to um God, I can't believe I'm blowing so much smoke I right now. Which by the way, the only time I'm he ever sick. shuts up, he's like, yeah. I'm gonna let her. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Um, but no, what he has created for himself is insane. So if he's been able to do that for himself, you know what what can we create with me along for the ride? And I said to him very early on, I was like, you don't know me yet, but like you have picked the right person. Like whatever you want to do, I will do it 110%. Like I'm up for everything. Like I will, like I want to run with this as much as you want to run with it. Um, so yeah, we've both kind of had that mindset and I think that's why it's done well. It's also like the most wrestling conversation ever to go up to a woman in a locker room and be like, I want to ask you a question. <laughs> Do you want to be my heater? <laughs> well, that's what the thing. Is that? You know, when Chelsea left, like, and, uh, to go back to New York and Brian Meyer signed with impact, it was taking less indie dates kind of ruined my shtick. Cause I, I, I am 
the guy who needs everything. You know, I need the the valet. I need the the best bud. I need Hornswoggle under the ring. I need my lawyer to come out. You know, so without all that, I felt naked. You know, and I like being naked, but not in a wrestling ring. You know, I'm not Rory Fox over here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not Rory Fox over here. I do know so what you're I, saying. I needed something. I knew I needed a girl, but who? You know, I wasn't gonna have a diva search. And uh, we were in Australia. And I saw her, and I mean, just look at her, but the piercings, she's like six feet tall, the blonde bags, and that girl is it. And I asked her if she wanted to be my heater. She said, yes. And then I went to the promoter and said, can we do this tomorrow night or whatever, in two days? Wow. Like, let's fucking start it now. Let's not fucking waste our time. Yeah. Let's fucking go. And then it, it, it worked. And then, okay, well, how am I going to get her booked on all these shows that I'm already booked on? GCW cheap Brett Lauderdale says no. You know, says, okay, well, fuck you, Brett. I'm going to fly her in, pay her, and put her up. What are you going to say about that? Wow. And then, and then Brett looks at her and goes, oh, shit. Like, you know, that's a tall son bitch. You know, and then, you know, it's just just bringing her along. And, you know, then she's like emailing the promoters. I'm like, hey, I'm on this show. Email this promoter. It just, it was a team effort. So that, I mean, but for you, uh, to, for him to fly you in, like, okay, for this first round, I'm going to fly you in on my own dime, and that's how yeah. much I believe in this. That's like, oh, my God. Like, that doesn't happen, right? No, that was, yeah. I mean, it was, I felt pressure because I was like, there's a lot of, there's a lot riding on this, you know? And, like, if I shit the bed, this is a one and done, and thanks, but no thanks. So, like, I felt pressure on that day to, like, really show out. And, you know, I did. I did what was asked of me. We did well. And then all of a sudden we're booked on Every G like every GCW show we can do. So it went well, but it was, you know, it was a short-term investment for a long-term gain. And I think that is something that we apply to a lot of different things, whether it's merch, whether it's gear, whether it's videos, whatever else. Like we invest in what we're doing because we see the payoff. And I think that's kind of what makes us different to a lot of indie wrestlers at the moment. Yeah, I think. you have to invest in yourself, whether it be like she said, like we went to the UK, we got all this UK gear for for did we waste money? I guess sure, but it's an investment. It's an investment in the look, the 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 ever the entrance. Just like when we post the pictures all week long afterwards, it's just the presentation that we're and, superstars. And wait till that UK exclusive bendy. Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, <laughs> but like we we just go all in with everything, and that's that's how I've always been with my career. You have to, and no one's gonna push us except ourselves. You know, we're self pushed, self made, and I have no problem doing that. Was there any fear that she was going to flake? Like, because wrestlers are flakes too. Like, or were you going, and if she flakes, we just do this for one show. I'll find something else on this. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I didn't think, it, we didn't have time to think about it. I didn't right. have time to think about it. I found her and literally we did the show uh, in Australia. And then the next weekend we did shows. We did ECW Arena after that GCW show. We've been doing shows every weekend since. Like, I didn't have time to think about, well, what if she flakes? Or what if she sucks? And, and she's going to hate that I said this. I didn't care if she could wrestle or not. I'm like, can you choke? Can you throw baby powder? You know? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Can you? <laughs> you know I mean? But, but the, the best part here. is that she can wrestle too. So she yes. wrestles as well. So it's like we have this dynamic where, okay, we have two wrestlers who can either wrestle single on the card or in a tag match or a mixed tag. We can do it all. That's right. what makes us unique, unlike any other pairing in wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean... And 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 so then going forward from this, do you go? Yeah, let's just keep on building on this. Is there are there sort of like benchmarks that you have? Like, okay, for six months from now we'll be doing this, and twelve months from now we'll be doing that, or is it just let's just keep building on it and make it bigger and bigger and bigger? Yeah, obviously there's grand plans that we're not going to reveal right now, but it's do as much as we possibly can. I mean, we did the UK, we're going to fucking Japan. You know, we're trying to just take over this indie scene like weekend by weekend. That's what we're doing. Now, do you, Steph, did you realize how sincere 
Matt was about, no, this is my whole life. Like I spend every interview he does, he talks about how, no, when I'm not, when you don't see me, I'm thinking about this. I'm 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Obviously you found out, I would assume that this is true. You were ready for that? Yeah, I'm the same way. I think that's why after a couple of weeks, it felt like we'd been teaming for six months because, you know, when I had like in the past, I would be the one being like, hey, let's do this in the match. And I'd be lying in bed at night thinking of ideas or on the plane thinking of and my friends be like, can we talk about this at the show? Whereas like he and I are both like that. Like we're on the plane texting each other ideas this morning for tonight. You know what I mean? Like where it doesn't stop from the second we wake up to the second we go to sleep. It's like it is wrestling and it's it's I think what's exciting, too, is like we've both been at WWE where you don't have creative control. And now if we want to film a video, we'll talk about ideas and then we'll make that video that week. Right. You know, so I think we're both really enjoying having the flexibility of being able to be super creative again and like present ourselves whatever way we want to be seen. And if we want outlandish gear and he wants a cape and a crown and glasses and whatever, he gets that. Like, I think we're both really enjoying that. Um, but no, with how 24 seven he is with wrestling, I'm the exact same way. And I think if we've both spoken about, if either of us weren't like that, it wouldn't work the way that it does. Yeah. I definitely think that that's true. Was there more of a learning curve than people realize for you, Matt, when you left WWE in terms of like, I think people almost take for granted that like, you know what you're doing to the point where you just said you're teaching people right. how to operate on a financially successful level at the indies. But when you leave WWE, you don't have any, you know, you have, you have, you know, a tiny bit of indie experience before right. you get to WWE, but you have 14 years in the WWE system. That's a different world right. than the independents. So was there a learning curve when you got there or are you just so kind of wrestling minded that it, it came naturally? I think it definitely came naturally. And, and I, I say in interviews that WWE was my developmental and that's not a shot at WWE. I'm so grateful for my time there. And if it wasn't for my time there, I wouldn't be the indie god. I wouldn't be sitting with you right now. But everything I learned in WWE, how to be a star, how to merchandise, how to like promote yourself. That's what I'm doing now on the indies. You know, I get to these shows and like there's people in the locker room like going over their match like sell some fucking merch <laughs> make some fucking money make a connection with the audience whether they love you or hate you be an asshole to them i don't give a fuck but make yeah. them hate you make them love you whatever uh, i'm just using that mentality like this this is not my honky-tonk man run you know this is my like i'm gonna change the fucking business run and change my career run and like everything that i've learned from from fucking WWE to like last weekend in one pw i'm always learning something and every match i try to learn something from every opponent um, and that's just how I operate. You know, I like to soak it all up and I fucking will use everybody you know, before me, what I've learned from them and apply it to make myself a success. You have to in this business. Yeah. At least, about, at least I do, you know, what about for you, Steph? Like, I mean, when you get released from NXT, it's like, you're just kind of, I'm sure that you envisioned, <laughs> you had envisioned what your future would look like. And yeah. then in, a, in an instant, it's like, no, it won't. It's going to yeah. look completely different. And you might not have any <laughs> idea what that looks like. Was that a scary thing when you first got put into the wild and been like, no, nah, you're kind of on your own now. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I had spent some time on the Indies in Australia, which are very different to the Indies in America. I'd done a couple of tours on the Indies in America, but not much. So then when I got released, it was kind of this like super shock to the system. 
And I was digging my heels in and I didn't want to do it. And it was evident in every way. Like I, I, the last thing you want to do is go back to the Indies mm -hmm. when you just signed your dream job and, you know, gotten given this money and promises of more money and WrestleManias and belts and this and that. And then all of a They're sudden championships, Champion, championships, <laughs> championships, championships. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, to go from all, you did of, learn a lot to, go, to <laughs> go from all of that to then, you know, getting shut out the back in back end into the Indies again, you're just like, what's going on. So then I kind of had to, and I, and I felt it in myself and I knew that it, it wasn't connecting and I wasn't enjoying myself. And, cause I did, I did a few shows cause I had to for my visa and I just was like, this isn't it. Like, I love wrestling, but I hate wrestling right now. And I don't want to, like, rage quit and just fully give it up. So I took, like, six months off, which was, like, a strategic break. And I was like, I need to learn to love this again. I need to miss it. I need to, like, step away and figure out who I am and what I'm going to be. Uh, so I had six months off. And then when I came back, it was like, right. Just before I kind of met him, then I lay, I sat down. I wrote out my, you know one year, three year, five year and lifetime goals of like, what wow. do I, what do I want to achieve? And honestly, I knew a big part of that was GCW. Um, because when you look around, like GCW is the biggest indie, you know, and it, even in WWE, you, you can see it. Everyone knows GCW is the place to be on the indies. Uh, but for me, that was daunting because I hate deathmatch wrestling. The deathmatch queen hates deathmatches. I'm terrified <laughs> of it. I hate it. I can't even watch it. I absolutely. So I was like, where do I fit in in this deathmatch company? You didn't even watch deathmatch. No, I hate it. <laughs> I literally, I was standing at the merch table. I couldn't watch it. Like, I hate it. Mm -hmm. So I was like, where do I fit in? But then I realized like, oh, I fit in by being the opposite of what everyone else is. Like, we are the, you know, sports entertainers on a deathmatch indie show. And that's mm -hmm. the whole shtick. Um, and also the locker room is awesome. Like, the people are great. Like I, I, I really had to have a huge like mindset shift instead of like, oh, I have to go back and do the innies and blah, 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 into like, oh, I get to go back and like rewrite my path and I get to go and do all these things that I couldn't do while I was in WWE. So I really had to change the way I was looking at things. Yeah. And I think that that's, 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 you can always tell who's designed to be in wrestling long-term versus they're there because that's where opportunities brought them when right. something like that happens, because it's like, am I getting sent back to the Indies? It's like, no, you're not going back to where you were before because now you're this person who either comes from NXT or comes from WWE. And it's like, you're all that stuff that you did still counts. You're just bringing that with you to the place that you're at now. And that's why I think what you guys are doing works. Now I remember, uh, Matt, you were, you didn't want to do this, Nick Gage death match and this no. was this was I mean at a time when when Nick Gage was fresh off dark side of the ring right. fresh out of jail yeah. he's a very feared yes. human being in general yes, yes and I mean it's just not you're you're a you're I mean you're a pretty man I'm very pretty you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. so like the aesthetic is important mm. to you and generally speaking in the genre of death match aesthetic aside from the aesthetic of seeing glass shatter right. or flesh tear you know they're not tanning. No, they're not for a couple no, of days I before the match, what, right? They don't even tanning. they don't even know a guy named Jim. <laughs> <laughs> but so for you, it's like when you go, okay, I'll do this one. You couldn't have known when you walked into GCW how much of an impact no, it would have. No, I'm sure you knew it would be cool, right? But I mean, I remember talking to you right after it, and you were talking about the high that you got from realizing that, like, oh no, they don't just hate me. Like this is like territory heat this yeah. is old school 
they despise me. Dave Meltzer is sitting there offended <laughs> at the reaction. Like this is yeah. wrestling. This is we're really doing it. Is it is it difficult uh, after you get to that high to find it again? So, you know, when I left WWE, I knew I needed a change. Uh, even while I was in WWE, you know, I dropped the woo-woo-woo shit, dropped the headband, dropped the glasses. But like Seth was saying earlier, you don't have all this creative control. You can only do so much, right? So when I left, I knew I needed a change. The AEW thing, the cup of coffee there didn't work out. So I was like, okay. At the time, I was fucking bummed out. Like, I'll admit 100%, but now, blessing in disguise, right? Because I would have never been able to go to GCW and do that death match, the match that changed my career, changed GCW, changed my life. Um, but you're right, like, that that high, like, I knew it was going to create some waves and create some buzz, but I could not anticipate what it would do. Um, and I think we're all chasing that that next buzz, chasing that next highlight, right? And that's that's why... I think if you're a true wrestling fan, that's why you're in this to, to, to really chase it. Uh, yes, the money, we're all chasing the money too, but we're chasing the glory, mm -hmm. which, and not, not necessarily the fame, but like we all grew up wanting to be the main event, wanting to have the action figure, wanting to be on the t shirt. At least I did. I know Steph did. You know, that's, that's the goal. And to, to ride that momentum is the funnest part and also the hardest part, right? So it's like, I don't know what the next thing is but I'm going to keep fucking trying until we find it. You know, like this indie God thing, we joke about it. It was just a one night outfit that I thought would be ha ha funny. And I don't want to say it blew up, but it, I, I was smart enough to realize, okay, people are talking about this in a way like I should, I should see what I should do with this. Sink my teeth into it. And now like I sell indie God fucking hats. Like it's ridiculous. You know, <laughs> I, 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 I think that something for me as a fan that's key to watching wrestling is that when the characters don't blink, right? Right? When they're not winking, when they're yeah. not like, yeah, I'm in on it too. Yeah. And for me, it's like, I think what makes the indie god the indie god is the same thing that makes the deathmatch king. It's you going out there looking as ridiculous as I've ever seen a human being. Right. But your facial expression is like as serious. Because it's as very serious. It's not, a, it's not a joke. Right. This is not like an SNL skit. You right. Know, You're this... almost like looking like, can you believe how cool i look i do look fucking cool. and how amazing i'm gonna be right. and i'm like i guess i was laughing at first but i guess this is this is cool because look at that guy's face that's right and right I, I'm, the only the only place i'm laughing is to the bank baby <laughs> laughing all the way to the bank that's right that's right well that's right. and that's the other thing <laughs> when you're selling hats like that you can't sell hats like that when you're not wearing indie god gear. Listen, that's right and listen i i said this before i made more money in <laughs> last year than i ever made wwe on the indies. It's now, nuts. it's because of the podcast and Sam's, you know this, Crumbs Make Crumb Cake. Yeah, I've you heard. Know, I've the heard, podcast, I've heard. Major Bendies, the merch, everything. Uh, but I have no problem working hard and working my ass off. And I know Steph's the exact same way. And that's why this really works. Because it could have just been like some girl who I meet at the shows every, you know, once a weekend. But no, we, we, we travel together. We make sure this works. We're texting all the time. We're filming these videos on our off days, doing all this bullshit. Because the bullshit is what's going to make us... Better than everybody else. Right. You know? Right, yeah. And I mean, that's the uh, part of the independence is that, like, even if there are people who have never seen you guys work together, they know who you are because of the social media that's stuff. Right. They know, like, the brand exists way 100%. beyond an independent show. And right. so they're going to come and go, like, oh, right. yeah, I keep hearing about this. And, and that's why we flood the social media with the videos, the posts. We always make sure, but like, tonight we have a match. We'll take pictures before. We'll take pictures after. We'll cut a promo. And we'll use it all till next week to the next show because we don't have AEW or WWE. We're not on their main TVs, right? And we haven't been an act for that long. So we're going to force it down your fucking throat. Right. Did you really uh, sit in a room with like uh, executives of a company and say like, look, first and foremost, I'm not wearing a nightmare family jacket. 
I'm not doing any of that Cody Rhodes stuff. Uh, Is that a true story? <laughs> I read on the internet. There's there's sub truth to that, <laughs> but it, it's a Cody story. There are some. I didn't. I did not want to be a part of the Nightmare Family. That is true. But I do have the jacket in my closet, and if you want to buy it, hit me up. <laughs> uh, Bookmatcardone.gmail.com. I'll think about selling it. Is your name uh, on it? It says Strong Island on the front. You're not wearing that. I'm not wearing that. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, listen. I thought the AEW thing. Let me ask you this: yeah. Did you say that in a room that Cody was in at the same time? That, see, that's not true. Okay, that is untrue. That okay. is uh, I, that is not true. But I Cody think, still knows the story. I mean, it's, <laughs> well, it's like, a Cody story. Right, it's a Cody story. Uh, I did. I'll tell you this: the day I met Tony Khan, I pitched, "Hey, we should <laughs> drop my figure uh, on recyclables.com the first night pre-order. <laughs> this has never been done. No, I mean, and anyway, you know what? That's why. <laughs> People don't get it, but that would have been so Never been great. Done. It would have been so Never great. Never been done, right? But you see, if you're not an action figure collector, you, you don't, don't get, you get it. it. You, you don't, don't get, get it. it. You and don't that's get the it. thing but that's so Sam, weird. As an action figure collector. Bro, I would order it. Unbelievable. I of course it'd a be Matt great. A Matt just got jump ship, and you could fucking pre-order his figure that night. There's already a render. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Would have fucking... Would have changed the business. Right. Well, the wrestling figure business. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're bragging about, I went to AEW because I got an action figure on yeah, night one. Right, when did right, you get right. your action figure? I mean, figure? I will say I've had two matches there, but three t-shirts. So. Shit, that's good math, isn't so, it? <laughs> I mean, seriously. Can you imagine a promo on Dynamite where you're sitting there with, like, I John. three shirts. <laughs> I did. I did. You're sitting there looking at John Moxley in the face, going, "How long did it take you to get an action figure? Exactly. I got one on night, night one. one, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, that's heat. That's heat. That is heat. No, I wasn't. I wasn't a heel then yet. You should have been. You gotta been. be. You have to be. <laughs> yeah. Look, uh, uh, Steph, do you worry? Because like. I mean, Matt hasn't done a lot of death matches, but he did the one. Yeah. I was there. Well, I'm, I was the, in... I'm the king. I know. And you she's my be... queen. Yeah. I'm but the queen. Do, do you worry that at some point, like, there's got, like, that's the thing about being a great villain is a payoff has to happen. Eventually, there has to be a payoff. Do you, are you concerned that, look, at some point, I might have to step into at least a death match ring? I might have to go through some glass and tubes and, and whatnot. Yeah, I'm terrified. You terrified. We talk about. Yeah. I, te I tell him every week. I go. I don't want to do it. I'm not doing it. And he's like, mm, at some point, mm, maybe. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I don't know if I'm telling tales out of school, but I had to watch this man explain to deathmatch wrestlers why detolf glass is not the same. Like you yeah. can't be slamming people through detolf. Somebody's I don't know get what killed. that is. The detolf is those shelves that that Sam has over there with uh, the well, figures on display. I, I have that is from glass oh. from JCW. I, I didn't have a death match. I had a no. normal wrestling match. Yeah, <laughs> catch so as catch can. That's just, what happens. Shit happens. Just there. GCW. Look, the thing is, right? Like, obviously, I'm not stupid. At some point, I'm going to be having one death match. Mm -hmm. Safe and spectacular. But it's going to be the best death match you've ever seen. Not right. as good as yours. It's going to be the second best second death match best. you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. And that's just because that's the way that I do it. That's the way he does it. We'll be in it together probably. So the thing yeah. is, is like when we do it, it's going to be insane. So right. I, as much as I'm terrified of it. And that's the, and that's the beauty of it. You're legitimately terrified. Legitimately fucking terrified. We were at the show the other week. And I literally was like, I cannot watch. I can't watch it. Like I hate it. Yeah. But. You know, I will put I'll put my big girl pants on for a day to give the people what they want, but it will be insane. That's why I love that the the Deathmatch King thing and how it, it came about is so I know it to be true because I remember texting Matt and Brian Myers a picture of a figure of Onita. And at the time <laughs> Matt Cardona said, Who's that? <laughs> That's just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who I don't know who Onita is either. <laughs> 
That's why she's a perfect partner. Queen. Perfect queen. Exactly. Perfect Absolutely queen. perfect exactly. queen. But now look, I have made figures for guys in GCW. Nick Gage himself, Joey Janela, Effie. Uh, yeah. You know, so I am giving back to the business. Listen, um, I'm not here to pass the torch. I'm here to light a new one for myself. Yeah. But... <laughs> I love that. I've never heard that. No, I'm the well, same way. Uh, yeah. I lo I've just never heard that. I love that. Because you know, I'm a fucking OG. I'm an innovator. But <laughs> what I was to say is, but if I can help some guys or girls along the way, so be it. Right. You know, I will pass on my knowledge, whether it be in-ring stuff, uh, navigating backstage, merchandising. Sure, I'll do that. But it's not about them. It's about me. Now it's about her and I together. What do you think about the physique, though, right? I mean, you're jacked. That's part of the deal, right? Yeah. Do you think that like that that people can get by without being jacked up? or, or Well, or... I think those days are, are long gone, you know? I mean, I wish I looked like the warlord, but I don't, you know? Like, I, those, those days are gone. I think, I mean, look at, like, you know, all over the business, there's all different shapes and sizes, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Me, personally, mm -hmm. I want to look like a 1990s, WWF wrestler. That's my preference. If you don't want to look like that, that's fine. There are plenty who look who don't look like that who are wildly successful. That's right. So I have nothing. You know, I don't care about that. How long did the did your tan take? Well, yesterday I went to the beach mm -hmm. in Florida, uh, and then I went to the tanning salon after I, the beach. I did. Did you but go in the bed? I did not go in the bed. Uh, no. I was gonna say uh, I'm like I'm not listening to your sunburn sub story. Um, if you and went in I, the bed. usually I triple dip, which is laying in the bed they get two sprays. Yesterday I just double dipped. Oh, so I so I went to the beach. Oh, so this isn't even the max. I double dipped last night for reference. Yeah. So wow. this is what a double dip should look like, and but, that's what. It well, looks like I, I had some natural sun, you know. Yeah. Like Hogan, like Hogan would. Right. Yeah. What would Terry do? <laughs> that's you know. So <laughs> got that so, bracelet. That's right. So I uh, <laughs> I went to the beach. Then I got two sprays. And then when I got home, because I had tanned. And I wasn't wearing like a speedo. Mm -hmm. My legs weren't as tan as my upper body. Mm -hmm. So then I got Chelsea to give me some of her tanning cream, and then I tanned my legs with an extra coat. Terry would have tanned in a speedo. He would have. Yeah, he would yeah, have. have. Uh, he would yeah. have. Yeah. Maybe Terry, if you're listening, we'll go to Tampa, Clearwater. We'll tan the speedos together. I think it's a good idea. Would you join us? Then? Can I come? Yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to. Everybody in speedos just yeah. flexing for the yeah, camera. Let's do it. What uh, is something that hasn't worked for you? You know, you've you've talked about this before. You said so Look, many things. Like what? What had? What's what's been something recently? Not like way back in the day when you were trying, but like what's something that you're like, okay, I think this will probably do well. But did nothing. Did nothing. So for, <laughs> I thought it'd get over. If I started calling myself the agent, like there's oh, so many, like there's free agents, I, yeah, no. but I'm the agent. I even trademarked it, wasted thousands of dollars on it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's still mine. Yeah, because no. I'm like the agent. I'm thinking about like Ari from Entourage. No, I'm like, no, he's going to be an no, agent. It's, 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 what, it's the way you say it, you know, oh. like the agent. Yeah. Like there's so many free agents, but I'm the agent. And I still believe that I am the, we are the agents. It's a, but, I, I mean, you, you look at the landscape of pro wrestling, there's always free agents, but we are the agent. We are. If you're the Booker Man in whatever company and you're looking for your star, no, how do you not? I got it. You're still trying to sell it, but like when you say I'm the indie god, I'm like, oh cool. When you right. say the Dead Match King, I'm like, oh cool. And you're like, we're the agents. I'm like, all right, yeah, it, okay. I don't, yeah, it, it didn't. <laughs> it it didn't work. Not it, like it, it, it didn't work out. And what would she be like? Okay, because like if you're Deathmatch King and Queen. No, so Andy God and Goddess. Would you? Would she be the other agent? I wouldn't let him. I would. Say, I would say no. Uh -uh. If he if he asked me before we teamed if he should trademark the agent, I would have said absolutely you not. Know, so okay. So for instance, like okay. So she would. If I was the agent and it took off, she would become like part of it. So the agents. 
But for instance, so when I first but got that's like agents I'm not of shield, like Scully I'm not and Mulder. Okay, yeah. let me. Okay, so when I got released, I trademarked major player, and it didn't really take off. Uh -huh. But then Brian Myers, we became the major players. Right, that took off. Right, and right. It's still yours. It's still mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right but now it's like i'm the major player again kind of like the british bulldogs yeah you know davy boy went solo why uh <laughs> <laughs> like he it wasn't the british bulldog You're the davy boy smith of what the was major, it no yeah. but i'm gonna say it wasn't no, the british I mean, it's okay because no. it's like better, way better than the rocket because that would mean that that brian's the dynamite kid and that's awesome well right but it, it wasn't the british bulldog dynamite kid Right, it was, it was the British, British Bulldog, Davey Boy, Boy Smith. Smith. Right, so you are you're gonna you're the major player always, ready. Well, I, I wish Brian Myers was along for this ride, but unfortunately, he has a family and he right. likes to be home with his family. Right. Which I'm not saying, unfortunately for me, <laughs> fortunately for him, I would love to have him here. And we still, you know, he was involved the first night Steph was there. But you know what? It makes it special when he shows up. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because like Hammerstein so... Ballroom when he came in, yes, when he came in with that fucking he got uh, to do the edge, thing. the edge thing. Oh my! I keep sending her the match. Like, please watch us she never and if i send her something about 45 seconds she won't watch it wait the edge match or your match she won't my watch. match she, she won't you won't, everything you won't watch his I did, GCW did the hammerstein ball you know what it, <laughs> does it do you know what an accomplishment it is that gcw did the sold hammerstein out. ballroom sold out i do but that was I'm, the marquee and, match and can you yeah. shut the fuck up for one second <laughs> please <laughs> No, She's I'm right. making a stand because he sends me too many videos to watch and I don't want to watch any of them. So now I've just said I'm not watching any of them. How much of the videos that he sends are his stuff? Oh, all of them. Oh, almost all of them. He'll be like, like, hey, here's this 43-minute YouTube vlog from eight years ago. No, like, you did. I'm not. No, I sent He's her. He's like, fast forward to 450. I'm like, I'm not fucking doing this. <laughs> like, no. I honestly, like... Naive me, I figured that like you sent her some of your favorite moments that inspired you. Like, watch this match from ECW one no. night. No, he's like, no. look at this cool thing that I did. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> well, I, I tried showing her uh, me and Joe Janela at Super Gabby's. You ever see that? Where Joe Janela attacked me yes, while Super yes, Gabby's. Yes, yeah, I remember. Yeah, she didn't want to see it. I, what, I clicked on it and I scroll and I went, they're fighting in a toy store. Okay. Wait, <laughs> What was the purpose of her watching you and Joey Janela fighting at Super Gabby's? Because you wanted to do, you wanted me to go with you and do yeah, something the Super like that. I want something with Super Gabby, yeah. And you thought that she would see the magic and go like, "Oh, Super Gabby's is definitely <laughs> the spot <laughs> to shoot an angle. Like, we got to do this." Yeah, I forget exactly why I sent that particular video, but maybe something like that. Right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Oh man, I can only hope that at some point the Super Gabby uh, well, cameo. You know. <laughs> do you know Super Gabby stuff? I met him last House of Glory. He was just there backstage. I, I didn't know who he was. But I was He's like, from Florida. Super Gabby. Yeah. I was like, who? He might be there again tonight. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So uh, you're the uh, you're also that you're the House of Glory world champion, correct? So, I have so many titles, I'm I'm losing track, pal. But you beat uh, Jacob Fett too. I did. Hell of a competitor. Holy shit. I mean, this is, you're pretty close to beating a member of the bloodline. Well, I'm a member of the figure line. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I don't know if the figure line is going to take off you either. So? Nah. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that makes more sense than the bloodline. <laughs> well, the bloodline is a bloodline. Right. It's the, like the a figure line. You know, it's a like, line of figures? You've ever heard of a figure? No, no, no. Like a series of, of yeah, action figures. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, the figure yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. No? Okay. <laughs> I'm not, hey, Dawkins, don't bill me for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. But yeah, I mean, he's uh, he is amazing. Were you when you go into these uh, spots? Are you, are you surprised that uh, they're willing to let you carry the mantle, or do you feel entitled to it? Uh, it's actually the opposite. I don't want to because like the. They put me in this position that I'm obviously going to beat their guy. <laughs> You're right. You put me against a champ, I'm going to win. And then they expect you to like, 
<laughs> they expect me to like bring their title everywhere. How many fucking titles can I? Are you a, complaining about having eight championships this, this, right now? Sam, there's a true story. Mm-hmm. Last House of Glory, mm-hmm. I'd won my eighth title. Mm-hmm. We went to the hotel. My bag broke. What? From too many belts. I legitimately, thank God, our flight the next morning. Too many championships. Too many championships. Yeah. <laughs> too many championships. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> thank God our flight was later the next morning. I can go to a Target and get a new bag. It wasn't too many. Ugh, puke. Gross. <laughs> Chumi sucks. Chumi was the one that broke. Yeah, but at least if I was home, I could have. And have you got a new Chumi since? No. You're I, still carrying. I don't have time to shit. You're still carrying around the Target one. Right. You're you still t- using the Target one. You don't have time to go to mall. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to the mall? Right. No, I get it. Defeats get the it. purpose. I get it. It's tough. But, yeah, but so you're saying. It's a tough like, life being the champion of all these promotions. Of everywhere. World Series Wrestling in Australia. You know, House of Glory, New York. You're gonna forget one. Of course, I'm gonna. Do you ever get confused? Bring the wrong promotions title. No, sometimes like I always like make sure what what promotion am I the champion? Like make sure before always the internet champion. Oh well, always the most prestigious title in wrestling. Right. Besides, well, the women's is second. Women's internet, then the the men's internet. Right. Because it changed the business. Well, you could have said that the two internet championships are the most prestigious, but you did make clear (laughs) just now that. Hers is the second most. Well, Yours yeah. is still the well, very best. Do you see the dynamic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she has time to maybe. I also, I also noticed me. that he said that you guys text on the plane when you're on the same flight, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it's because he's sitting up in first and I'm back in row 40, uh, 40, time, 40, hey, 47 in the uh, middle. Steph, tell was, the truth. Yeah. One time I let her sit in first, I swapped them. <laughs> He let me sit in first, and then he goes, when he did it, he goes, just to let you know, if this flight was longer than an hour, I would not be doing this. <laughs> but I wanted her to like get an orange juice, you know? I like, just, experience I just it. experience it, kid. I just love the dynamic. And he brings up every interview we have. He goes, just no, let everyone know. I don't think that's ever been made public. No, you did. You mentioned it last week. I love the dynamic. <laughs> Of you guys going to the airport and then him saying, all right, see you later, champ. He does. And watching you as you go to the back. Yeah. No, that's how it is. That's, yeah. that's not true, Steph. Come on. Yeah. She got to the airport before me today, actually. Yeah. yeah. And then he texts me. He goes, that's weird because you board way before she does. He texts me. He goes, you're late. I was like, no, no I'm I, not. I text her, Steph, the latener. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> I'm not putting over your shitty puns. So he said that. And I was like, no, I'm here. He's, I'm usually late, but he was late today. <laughs> Now, uh, uh, speaking of, uh, of of Cody stories, Cody yeah. also said that you he was surprised that the information about his WWE return didn't leak <laughs> because you knew it was you were part of the advice panel. I was, but you're a yes. stooge. He said, I'm not "Wait, a are you a rat?" No, he said that he was surprised that Cody Matt like, Cardona didn't stooge it off. Cody, oh. Cody, he feeds me information that I feel like he wants me to tell people, mm. right? So I never say anything because I don't. And with Cody, you don't know if it's a truth or a Cody lie. We right. all know what a, if you know Cody Rhodes, you know a Cody Rhodes lie. This is a true story. You this you won't understand this, but there's a very famous Hasbro wrestling figure of Dusty Rhodes, right? Now there's this rumor and innuendo that there's one with yellow boots. Right, 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 and nobody's known Steph if because Dusty has white boots. Nobody's people have, have they've debated. No, I've seen a picture, but it just sun faded. Yes, like I bought one before. It's clearly wait. Sun so this is like Sasquatch, but a wrestling figure. No, because it's it's does it, it exist? The only way to prove it existed is if there was a mint on card, a mock version, which Cody and, and the rest of the card would have to be clean, right, not right. sun damaged. Cody said that he had one and he brought it to TV and all day. Like Cody, show me this figure. Show me this figure. Long story short, he's like too busy doing something. Hey, just go in my bag and look for it. So, of course, I go through his bag. It's not there because it doesn't exist. And then he's telling the boys that I went through his bag. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 
Like that's a Cody Rhodes story you for believe you. Believe Broski's gone through that bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's a Cody Rhodes. So when he right. told me that, like Vince flew down, I'm like, yeah, sure he did. Go to you. You didn't even. <laughs> but I gave him advice, right, as if it were true, and I said, Cody, like there can only be one first to go back right. to make the ship, the, the the jump ship, you know. Yeah, and and he did it. So because you also gave him advice when he left, right? When he left WWE the first time? I, I, I might have. I don't know. Did he say I did? If he said I did, then I, I did. I'll take the credit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the credit. But you're not, for the record, you're not a stooge. I'm not a stooge, no. no. I, this is the first I've heard of you Cody, being a stooge. Co- Cody, I'm rethinking Co- everything. Cody is, over, is also spread rumors that I'm a pecker checker. <laughs> What's a pecker checker? <laughs> what when you look at a guy's dick when you're peeing? In the shower. Right. Like, in the oh, shower. Right. like that's this is the kind of guy Cody is that he's he says like in public that I'm a stooge and I'm a pecker checker. Are you a pecker checker? I'm not a pecker. I check my own pecker. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if you use the Bluetooth, make sure it works. You know? Right, right, right. Yeah. Sure, sure, of course. Of course. You gotta make sure your investment is, that's is right. on point. But that's you're right. not for the record. I feel yeah. like uh, you know, I like my interviews to have like a, a value for the consumer, yeah, right? Yeah, like you need yeah. to come away Clickbait. with something. They take away anything from yeah. this. It's that, it's that yours... Matt looks at guys' dicks in the shower. That's no, crazy. no, I am not a stooge <laughs> on record. Nor pecker checker. Okay, neither one. <laughs> or to phrase it differently, Cardona is just as much a stooge as he is a pecker checker. Oh, okay. right. So that's, if you're that's one, that's then a both yeah. or neither. That, that's yeah. a clickbait headline right there. <laughs> okay, that's a clickbait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. I mean, that's uh, you learn something new every day. Steve. No, I think it's. Uh, yeah. Are you th- are you rethinking things? I am. Yeah, <laughs> it's not the first time I've been friends with a rat. So now I'm just like, oh, what, what do I do? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> but luckily, there's no there's no showers on the indies, so. Couldn't be a pecker checker anyway. Right, there's no showers there's in no like showers. GCW locker room. No. There's not even a locker room half the time. <laughs> there's no waters by match two. There's uh, no waters left. It's yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. When did you get used to that lifestyle, Matt? Like, I mean, coming from where you came from, the idea that like, no, 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 no. Like, like you just said a minute ago. Yeah. GCW is the top. Yes. Like, when, there's no better. Yes. The, as far as independents go, and you're changing in an alleyway. I just the first time I experienced something like that, I said like, this is it. You know, it is what it is. Just fucking suck it up. But one thing that I did, listen, I can't, I'm not going to, you know, get a bus. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to get the Cody bus. You know, but one thing I do do, and now that I have Steph with me, like, I don't have, like, don't send your fucking minion to pick me up from the airport. I rent my own car on my own dime, do my own schedule. Steph, come on board. You know, like, I, this is our life and we're gone so often. Like, I need to be enjoying what I'm doing. If I'm going to be miserable, fucking changing an alley or fucking like, you know, sipping one bottle of water for five hours. You know, <laughs> I have to make sure no that catering. the rest of the no catering. Yeah. Um, I have to make sure that the rest of the day is as smooth as possible. Yeah. Oh, so you'll make the investment to go like just whatever I can do to find my peace. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's the whatever it is, hundred bucks, two hundred bucks a day. It's worth it. Yeah. And it sounds crazy, but it's worth it. No, I Then, like, it. have some minion pick you up. His AC doesn't work. He's fucking trying to talk to you. Then you're either talking back and you don't want to talk. You're, you're texting. You're being rude. And then rude. you look like an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, stop. Yeah. One one time with that, I said, uh-uh. Never again. <laughs> Rent the car. So, so for the right, that's the other takeaway. The, whoever you are out there, yeah. the one person that picked up Matt Cardona, yeah. if you've ever picked him up at the airport, understand you're the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're the one. Oh, your AC didn't fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now there's no way that it's not my AC didn't work. <laughs> uh, you were very lovely though. It's just a fuck I can't deal good with guy. that shit. Yeah, good, good guy. guy. Hey, love the guy. Yeah. But yeah, my neighbor's a nice guy too. <laughs> I love it. Um 
I've been hearing about uh, uh, the construction of your new house mm. on uh, the major podcast, the That's new right. figure room. That's right. Being constructed. That's right. Uh, Steph, have you sort of uh, familiarized yourself with action figure culture since then? Like for me, it's secondhand. Like I listen to major podcasts because they talk major about wrestling for a podcast. Get it right, Sam. Come on. I don't say the Sam wrestling. Podcast. No, you're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> The major wrestling figure podcast. I listen to it because this is this is. I mean, obviously, this is the stuff I've been into since I was a little kid and never stopped. But like, there was a learning curve for my wife, for example, where it's like, no, you know, like this is a whole lifestyle, and now she gets it. She's not a hobbyist. She's not a collector. She's not with Mm -hmm. me on it. But like, Mm -hmm. when I'm coming home, she knows where I am if I'm at Target. I'm not buying clothes. Yeah, you know. Is this something that you have have? become accustomed to i feel like talking about trial by fire i mean we're not married so i don't have to deal with his <laughs> shit in that way like i'm not obliged to yeah. like you know i don't have but to you do are that. on the road right and i know well like, when you're we, making target stuff when we go into target we go see you in 10 minutes i'll go get food okay. or fuck around do what i want he'll go to the figure section <laughs> and then i'll come and find him and he'll buy four things that he doesn't need and <laughs> it is what it is i don't dislike figures i mean i think they're cool but it's not one of my hobbies you know i've got a few other interests outside of wrestling figures isn't one of them so mm. i don't dislike it but it hasn't like turned me into a huge wrestling figure fan right but what i will say is he's got a whole like community of fans that are just fans of their podcast and you know him and brian and the whole crew and you know because of that i've kind of become part of that too i've joined the facebook group and i fuck around with the fans and stuff so i've got like a whole crop of new fans that are now interested in me and what i'm doing and they buy my merch and stuff so in a way like it really does benefit me and i'm very thankful for it so yeah the community side of it i think is awesome um just like the actual figures like i don't really know much about it did you really uh, have dinner with John Cena? I did. That's I did. awesome. I did. <laughs> Steph knows about it, right? He was texting me all day, just got my dinner with John Cena tonight. <laughs> Sorry, I won't be available tonight. I'm just going out to dinner with John. What? I know, you told me. John Cena. Wait, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. John Cena. That's I spent right. a small amount of time with him in a room with microphones. Right. I was like, John you did, Cena. You, you didn't bring John to the basement, though. No, I would trust me. Yeah. I'm, I'm already trying to figure out, yeah. like, okay, how do I finagle John okay. to come? Because this yeah. is where the real conversation. This is where the magic happens. This is where the magic mm, happens. I, uh, I mean, is this, how did the dinner with John Cena come about? Is this have you just been remained friends since just your time friends. in WWE? You know, John was somebody who, uh, you know, he saw what I was doing with the Z trolling out of the story, and it's like this kid like wants it, and and he gave me so much advice. There's so many things uh, outside of the ring, inside the ring that I owe to John Cena. So. What is something that, that some advice that John Cena gave you? Because I mean, just spending a small amount of time with him in like an interview situation, right. I was blown away by it. You know, I was putting clips out from the interview and I was reading all the fans that were like just listening to this guy. The level of wisdom and the level that he's working at when it comes to wrestling is like insane. Oh, insane. And like, I think the number one thing, like the merchandise, how important it is. Yeah. Right. And like, you know, every couple of months he would switch up everything, switch up all the colors. It's it's the orange. It's not it's not just a new shirt. It's the wristbands. It's the hat. Yep. They they change the, the Tron, the tap, right? The and the towel. Uh, so he knows what he's fucking doing. He's John Cena for a reason. Yeah. How about uh, him coming out at what was it SummerSlam in the like limited edition? Yes, that NFT shirt. The thing, NFT right. shirt. Yes, shirt yes. Right? Like he knows the merchandise is so so important, and he's like the king of it. Yeah. So anything I could like pick his brain on, um, I would. It's it's. Do you do you feel like uh, that that's that's what has attracted people to you who kind of love wrestling is that they see that thing in you they're like oh this this 
back then, this kid's for real. Because, I mean, yes. John Cena was a big yes. Zack Ryder yeah. supporter pretty yeah, publicly. So, you know, when I was doing that YouTube show, it was guys like John Cena who had retweeted or posted about it. Uh, or Steve Austin or DDP, you know what I'm saying? Like one of those guys who would post about it that would make people watch and give it a chance. Then they're watching it and they realize this kid is just like us. He's a fan who grew up loving this. And they it made them root for me. And even to this day, some of those fans I still... And I, some some of those fans I wrestle now in the indies, which is even crazier. That's why like People who tried, who tried to be broski. I haven't wrestled a broski of the week yet. <laughs> but people who have tried to be, you know? Yeah. You know, I haven't wrestled a successful broski of the week yet. So if you're out there, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Steph, you and I are in a, a, a similar boat where I think we've both... Uh, he's tweeted uh, pictures of both of us out uh, at a Zack Ryder autograph signing. Yeah. Yeah, I met him when I was a fan. You know, like tw two separate WrestleManias. So it's pretty crazy for me to be you know, in the position that I'm in. And yeah, for someone that I literally grew up watching on TV to be tagging with, but then also like the number one person on the Indies, like, like that night when he asked me to be, or the next day when he asked me to work with him, I like drove home with my parents in Australia from the show. And they were like, Oh, like what's the deal with like this Mac guy. And I was like, he is, I was like, there is not a single person on the Indies that I would rather team with. Like, this is best case scenario for my career. Like, this is the best thing that could have happened. I'm the John Cena on the Indies. Yeah. <laughs> Seri no, seriously. Like, you are. I can't think of anyone that's charging more money than you. And if they are, they shouldn't be. That's like, true. you know what I mean? Yeah. For real. Yeah. Uh, but what you was talking about with that, meeting me at like fan access, I was always wondering, like, were you online to meet me or was there like, who was before the we all switched right to the yeah. switch? You know what I'm saying? Like, who are you trying? Like, were you trying to meet the core? Right. And then, I get, <laughs> then I get up there. Yeah, I'm, right. sure at least, I'm sure at least <laughs> one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you wearing a cane mask to meet <laughs> Zach Hyder? I mean, one, I'm sure at least one of them I was there to meet you. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Keep lying to me. You want to meet the internet champion. But I also think that there's an endearing quality. It's obnoxious, but also endearing. Like a lot of people, if they're going, if they're have a friendly relationship with John Cena and they're going to dinner with him, yeah. they're cool about it. Right. You're not cool about no. it. No. Well, I'm, cool some... about, I'm so cool about it that I could publicly say I'm friends with John Cena. We got to dinner. But you're not that cool <laughs> to like text your person that you work with right. and go like, hey. Guess who I'm going to dinner with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that's not like because I know how obnoxious it sounds. Right, but he does shit right. like that all the time. He'll text me and be like, "Oh my god, the worst thing ever just happened to me." I'm like, "What just happened?" He goes, "The overhead bin space in first class was full, so I I had to put my bag in coach <laughs> while I'm sitting in row 48 on the toilet, just being like, "Hey, well, hey, my seat doesn't go backwards." But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> on your way off the plane, can you pick my bag up for me? Yeah. I should have did that actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh. It's in row fifteen. Oh, yeah. Can you said, pick oh, it up? Man, on your I was way just out. waiting there like a schmuck. Should just hold on and grab it. Yeah. So he does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Is it tough to deal with? I mean, you know, I saw you guys. You five bags, checked baggage. Normally check there's one more, but this was not a deathmatch king weekend. You didn't have to bring the crown. No crown. The crown has its own bag. Yeah. And you didn't have to bring the crown this weekend. Not this weekend. No. No. Not this weekend. No. But there, I have four bags on me right now. So, but this is why you got to think about this stuff twenty four seven. Like right. you're neurotic. Mm. There's yeah. no like, yeah. Like a lot of people would just go like, oh, whatever. I don't think about the trip until right before I leave. But you have to. I mean, everything's. Gotta I mean, be, we don't think about it either. I mean, we just packed, we leave it there. <laughs> we leave it there, just ready to go. Yeah. But the thing is, is like all of that stuff to me. It's all the like extra 10% or 5% that not many other people in the indies do. So it's like that's the little extra mile of coming and doing this the day of a show, flying in a suit, having right. bringing three or four check bags for a two day thing. Like all of that stuff that 
sure, there is an easier way to do it. Sure, this is a bit of a headache, X, Y, Z, whatever. But that is what separates like the great from the good. And I think, you know, it, it all pays off in the long run. Do you see like uh, Cody's return to WWE and how he did it in a way that was fairly atypical, right? Like mm. this clearly Cody's return is specialized for Cody, right. right? It capitalizes and acknowledges everything that he did after leaving WWE and comes in with that, which we really haven't seen before. Like we've seen people come in with a wave of momentum, but not in a way where clearly like the fact that he's bringing his music back. I mean, listen, the like you just said, back. not once in wrestling history has someone jumped ship with their music. Right. Never. Right. Never I been mean, done. That's what that's well, what until I come back. Right. But that's what struck me at WrestleMania, right? When like seeing it was the logo for me. Yes. Right. Seeing the Nightmare Factory family yes, logo yes. show up and go like this is this is him and and this is the first time. Well, if you're that, gonna get tattooed on your neck, you'd hope it's on your Tron, nothing. wouldn't you? Yeah, Imagine if it was something, something else. He has earned everything that he's getting right now. But do you look at that and go like, okay, like I know now where the goalpost has Absolutely. been moved to? And you know his run on the Indies as well as guys like Drew McIntyre. Yes, I I stole from both of those and then added my own twist. So hopefully the next guy steals from all three of us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm adding I'm adding on to things that they weren't doing and I hope the next guy is adding on to things that I wasn't doing. And that's just how it's going to be. To jump off that as well, I literally, I got fired and I texted Drew and I said, hey, what did you do? And he really? Goes, yeah, he goes, I did this, 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 and this. You should do it. And so I literally, I always go back and read the messages and everything that he told me to do, I apply to every single show. And I think it's just, if you want the role of someone else, why would you not look at what they've done yeah, and yeah. follow that? And then as Matt said, add to it. And at least try, right? Like there's certain things that Cody did and it worked for Cody so well that I tried and did not work for me. Like for instance, I tried like having like the agent guy did mm -hmm. not work for me, mm -hmm. right? So now I do everything. You want to book me? Book Matt Cardona at gmail.com. Oh, I mean like you, you had you had yeah. you had not, a person. Not the I thought agent. you had that was that was like Cody's idea. The agent to work. Okay, so you had like a guy, a guy who like did it, and it was great. But like I I I love this shit. Yes, you know yep. I want to be hands on. I want to know what the fuck what the negotiations are. I want to know every little detail. Not that he wasn't good; he was great. Mm -hmm. But I want the fucking control in WWE. There's only like for a guy like me, there was only so many things I can control. Now I can control fucking everything, and I fucking love it. Yeah, I want to control every aspect of it, whether it be fucking the booking, whether it be the fucking merchandise, whether it be my fucking figures, all the bullshit. I want to be involved in all the bullshit. Every detail. Every fucking detail, and she's just like that. That's why we get along so fucking well, and it's not just like a business thing. Like we, We're friends, and whether we're friends through this business or not, it's because we keep fucking texting each other, calling each other ideas, 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 ideas. Even though half of them we might not ever do, we're just always fucking thinking of shit because we want to get to the next level and above. It's also, But I think the key to that, which you guys have both done well, is that you have to make it so that, okay, if you want to come back, if you were to come back and you wanted to do so on your three own C's. terms. Well, yeah, I know about the three Cs. <laughs> I've heard one of them's right here in the studio with us. That's one. The other two are cash or creative. <laughs> yep. But you want to, you wanted, if you want to be able to do that on your own terms, for instance, you coming back as Matt Cardona. Yeah. I think what you need to do is leave and make it so that Matt Cardona or Steph DeLander is a more valuable brand than Zack Ryder or Persia Parada, right? And I'd I think argue that, that we've done that. I would argue that you've yeah, done it too. Yeah. I mean, and it's, but that's really 
rare. It's I mean, the WWE is a machine yeah. right. that they put behind their branding, which means that you two have to operate as machines right. to create brands behind these names that weren't exposed by the Absolutely. other machine. I think it's really rare, and I think it's rare because it's very, very hard. And yeah. I honestly don't think, and I don't want people to take this the wrong way, I don't think many people are willing to put in as much work they're as not. it takes to get there. They're not. Like, I can tell you right now, they're not. They're not. Like I. And I have no sympathy for that. Like <laughs> we we work and we work and we don't stop working. We fly in on like a Sunday afternoon or Sunday night or whatever, sometimes a Monday morning. And Monday morning at 9 a.m. we're up filming videos all day. Like it doesn't. We do not have downtime. I don't see my friends right now. I don't date people. Like I don't do anything other than work, train, eat, sleep, and then do it all again. But that's, that is for right now, this period of my career and his career, that is what we need to do to be in the position that we're in. It's not by accident. Like we very easily could have gotten released and just like become irrelevant and toiled away and gotten our little paychecks and being happy to wrestle in front of 50 people for the next few years. But like, I didn't want that for myself. He didn't want that for himself. And I think... Yeah, it's it's very it's very hard work, and I don't think many people are willing to do it. And I think that is the only reason why we've done it. You know, have you guys? I mean, clearly, everybody's aware of what's going on, right? Everybody in wrestling is aware of what's happening. But have you either of you guys gotten kind of notes from higher up people in other organizations going like, "We see you, we're aware." I I have not I have not been in any communication with anybody. Uh, they know my numbers, so listen. I would have a phone call to anybody, but I I. Don't know if I would go back to either big company right now. Like I feel like we're fucking killing it. Uh, no matter how you define success, accolades, money, happiness, I'm the most successful I've ever been in my career. Uh, I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to go back to you know wrestle in front of a, a big fucking arena or a stadium or or go walk into Target or Walmart see my action figure, not one that I created. You know, MajorPodMerch.com. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, of course, I'd have a phone call. But right now, we're fucking killing it, and we're working our asses up, and we're fucking loving it, and we're having fun. Um, so it would take three Cs for me to get me to go back somewhere. It's got to be very flattering for you. It is very flattering. That's the three Cs. <laughs> it's, my, it's, my, it's my favorite word. Um, no, same, same kind of thing that Matt said. I mean, like, it's, yeah, for the first time in my life, um, you know, I would have to think about a, a big offer, whereas... Before getting, you know, getting a call from WWE my whole life and then, you know, my wrestling career, it's, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, that's what I was before because as an Australian, um, the first place that's going to offer you a visa, you take it because you need to get out of Australia. If you right. want to be successful in wrestling, you got to get out. It's an island, you know. So the mentality then was take the first thing that's given to you, whereas now... I'm in a position where I don't have to take the first thing that's offered to me anymore and I can be a bit more selective and, you know, I don't have the three C's requirements, but <laughs> it's similar, you know. I, I mean, I'm not going to walk in and say that I need as much creative control as maybe he would, but he did 15, 14 years there. I did. One, I don't need like Hulk Hogan creative control. That's not what I'm saying. You <laughs> know, I don't want to. Like, I don't want to be just another guy on the roster. Been there, done that. Right. Yeah. And there, there are no promises ever, but at least like with the intent, you know. Well, yeah, and I don't think anybody's going to get. Creative of course, control, that's not what I mean. yeah, no, but you, you mean know like, what I mean. Yeah, creative, like like we have an idea. For There's you. a plan. Right, this right. is There's what we're gonna do. I don't exactly. want to be another guy in the fucking. Run. No. I've been there, done that. Yeah, you know, yeah, I did it. And I, but one of them is like I do want to work with Matt. You know what I mean? Like what we're doing now is the most fun I've ever had in my career. I'm making the most money I've ever made in wrestling. So like wow. whatever has to like whatever offer I'm getting has to be better than this. And this is pretty good right now. So I'm not in a rush to change anything either. If you uh, if you could have an action figure made by 
any company right now. Yeah. A new one. Right. Besides Big Rubber Guys or Major Bendy's? Well, obviously, because <laughs> you have the... I mean, I wish I had some Big Rubber Guys here. Yeah, well, they're, they're, they're on pre-order. Well, they're coming in. Probably this time next week, you'll have one if you pre-ordered. I, oh, oh I pre-ordered. Are you going to pre-order Demolition? Yeah, but I mean, I'm hoping I can get... Brian and Matt in yeah. my hands yes. first yes. To, to do the old test. I will key. promise you the the best LJN esque figures ever made. Better, well, not better than LJN, obviously, but better than the the Jacks try to do them. Mm-hmm. Chocolate try to do them. Jazzwares try to do them. We're we're number two behind LJN for sure. Yeah, yeah, but well, behind the original. Yes, that's right. Yes, what would that company be aside from any company that you already own? Well, if if WWE, if I ever went back, the one thing I would require. This is legit now. Legit is that Mattel. Would have to unfuck me. And <laughs> they'd have to unfuck me and give me my WrestleMania 35 elite figure. Um, and Bill McKenna, if you're listening, you would need to unfuck me and make that figure. Okay. So that's <laughs> his words, not mine. No, I'm kidding. I have that nothing way, to do with it. Con- be- I love you, Mattel. I have nothing to do with it. By the way, I love Mattel too. First of all, I fucking promote them for free every fucking week on the Major Wrestling Podcast. I love Mattel. But I'm no, Look right, right in front of me, Mattel. Yeah, the, Mattel, Mattel. the retros. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, I would love. Uh, listen, Jazzwares is killing it. Mattel's killing it. So I would love an elite figure or a supreme figure or whatever you know, unrivaled, whatever they're calling them. Of course, um, yeah. But that's that's. I wouldn't go back to a company just to get an action figure. Can I? No, it, I it, not it, at it, this it'd point. Be, it'd, be ni- it'd be nice though. Yeah. <laughs> I. I mean, I can't get this. I because sometimes I think about like, okay, you know, if if. Cardona were coming back if the three C's were were were, yes. were right, and yes. this unit were headed back to WWE. Yes. I can't get this thought out of my head, and you tell me okay. if, if 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 this is as appealing to you okay. as it is we're, to we're me. We're fantasy booking here. Fantasy book, you okay. know, I fantasy. I we need it. we need Vince Russo here, bro. This is, this is this is what I do. Okay, can you imagine? Imagine. I'm worried. I'm going to hate it, and I need, I, I need you, to hide my face. I, if I hate it. Can you imagine? The reaction, right? Obviously, you're good at keeping secrets, unlike yeah. what Cody Rhodes says, right? <laughs> not a pecker checker either. <laughs> and you're not a pecker checker. But can you imagine if nobody knew it was coming? Like, let's say you worked an indie day yeah. the night before. Yeah. By then, the way, that's the way we would do it. You'd oh, have yeah. to. Yeah. You would absolutely is, have yeah. to. Yeah. And Edge is on TV, and he either wins a big match, or he cuts oh. an emotional promo, or oh. something like that, and just gets nailed with a broski boot bro can you imagine uh, the reaction if matt cardona sh- no reports uh, no sean ross saps or nick mm, Kausman smartening anybody up mm, and just out of nowhere on a pay-per-view or on a smackdown matt cardona shows up you're there with him of course and this and it's, you know, I mean... It's this, a nice little mixed tag there as well, isn't it? Of course. course. That's, 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 comes, a, that's a layup right Yeah, there. that's a layup. Beth comes mm. back. You held me down. I was your young boy. You yeah. didn't let oh, me get the glory I was entitled it to. Itself. I never recovered. You understand? Yeah. I never recovered. They pushed me off the Titan Tron right. in a wheelchair that's because right, of you. I never uh, right recovered. Edgeworth's Edgehead. Uh, that was always a dream match of mine. Still is. Um, and when he had to retire, I thought it would never happen. Mm-hmm. And now... You know he's back. Then I get fired, but there's still you know there's still time. It oh, one hundred percent. It it's definitely up there for my dream match: Edge versus uh, Matt Cardona, not Edge versus Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder's fucking dead. Dead. But dead. you have all that footage. Yes. You have that. That's real history right there. Um, and Edge is a guy who I tell her all the time, like, 
I, I'm just opening the door for her. Mm -hmm. She has to fucking deliver, and she has been. But, yeah, a hundred percent. Right, and that's the thing. Yeah, and I don't think anybody. I would hope nobody misinterprets that. Like, right. this isn't just you. It's no, not just 100%, fill the no, heater no, position. No, and whoever, absolutely not. If you weren't yeah. on, on fire with this, it'd yeah. be like because that would hurt you right. if she wasn't working. And, and I say, you know, I open the door for you, just like Edge opened it for me. Right. You know, without Edge. And now I'm going to shut it in now his face. Now I'm going to shut his fucking face and reboot you right to yes. hell. <laughs> to hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, would, I would absolutely love that. Uh, that's, that's a great uh, fantasy then, book in there. And then after the whole Edge storyline, even if Edge ends up winning, doesn't matter. Yeah. The next I'll pay, night, I'll put him. I'll put him over. You put the kid over. <laughs> I'll put him over. You put the kid over. The next night on Raw, you attack Cody Rhodes oh. and you pick him up by his hair and you yeah. look at him in the face and you go, "I am not a pecker checker." That's right. And then I take <laughs> that Strong Island Nightmare Family jacket <laughs> and, you, and I and I burn it. Yeah. <laughs> I burn it. I'm never wearing. You're like Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. The jacket is on a stick that, and you're oh, burning again, it. Again, writes itself. Yeah. Your general Adnan. Yes. It's great. <laughs> um, mixed tag match there, too. Of course Brandy there is. comes back. Oh, Look at that. Oh. It's mixed tag city. And then, luckily, Chelsea's on fire on her own yeah. over here. Oh, yeah. But then that's face. another thing. That's another right. element. That's another storyline. Right. Yeah. right. You start Not fighting on a pole with Chelsea. Match. Yeah. Uh, when, when she like attacks me after the match, after right. the mixed tag, then Chelsea comes from like or, from or, backstage or, with the glittery or, or, star sweater. What about this? What about this? What about this? Chelsea, what you never understood is all these idiots have wives, yeah. but only I have a heater. Yeah. <laughs> and you turn okay. on your own wife. Uh, for that, your I, think, eater. I, I think we're going a little too far there, Sam. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea's you know, number one. You don't want to disrupt the home. No, no, you don't, can't okay, do that. You don't want to disrupt the home. No, no, no you yeah, those, those are, they, they should book you. They should book, put you on the booking team. You think so? Yeah. I'd just be sitting there pitching yeah. Matt Card. All right, enough with yeah, Cardona. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that'd be great. I would oh, love that. Yeah. Oh. You work in Stanford. Why don't you just sneak into the writer's room? Just go up there, yeah. guys. What do you think? Yeah. Spud, yeah. what do you think of yeah. this? Have you seen Vince in Stanford with the mustache? I have not seen it because I'm usually in the TV studio, not in the tower. The mustache looks great. It looks amazing. I thought about doing the mustache for a little bit. You did? Yeah. Well, you did. Don't forget. A GCW champion. Yeah. You've done. You did the do-rag. I sent that to him. You, you legit message. sent I that legit to him? I legit to him. He popped. <laughs> uh, and unfortunately, you he, told me nobody had reached out to you. Well, I, he didn't reach out to me. I reached out to him. But he did he respond? He responded. Yeah. Nice. Um, but that was that wasn't about the... that was about about coming back. I was no. just... <laughs> you just texted him up. Look, boss, I'm dressed as you. Um, and I, I have since tried to text him, but the, they went green, so he must have changed his number. Right. <laughs> but I check every day. Is it blue again? Is it blue again? <laughs> oh. Let me check right now. No. <laughs> but he liked it. He enjoyed the tribute. He, he, well, yeah, he did. Do you understand? I mean, I guess that's that's probably next level. Yeah. If you started showing up to GCW shows with a Vince 2023 mustache. Oh, my God. So much. There's so There's much There's too many there. guys in wrestling with mustache. I don't think people would get the joke. That's it's not true. a joke. I, I think he looks very good. I think he looks I good, too. Looks great. They, we need a Mattel with the new mustache. I wonder if they're allowed. I wonder if they can do it. They should. I want it. I want it. I want it. Yeah, I want it. Maybe Cody should bring the mustache back. Ooh, imagine that. Except it wouldn't match his hair. He'd have the dark blonde mustache, mustache. And blonde hair. Nope. Or blonde he'd... mustache. He dyes the mustache. That's he he'll turn. Ooh, oh, a bleached man. mustache. That's dashing, isn't it? Dashing. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's still on my phone as dashing Cody Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like your corporate Sam Roberts. I mean, technically, I was texting Zack Ryder today, so <laughs> I don't change he's anybody. The grave. Well, look, I gotta let you go, man. Yeah. You gotta get to Queens. That's right. You gotta defend. 
your world heavyweight championship at the time of this conversation against Carlito. Carlito Caribbean cool. Yeah, you know. I heard he's back now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, sorry, pal, you're losing tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Is there anything? I mean, I know, like, you got a hundred things going on all at the same time. You know, the uh, obviously the major wrestling figure podcast yep. is uh, on fire. The sure. whole figure community. You guys let me in the Facebook group for free. I appreciate that. Um, Are you in there? I'm in the Facebook group for free. I'm, 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 I'm so sorry. I'm watching what what, what Shawnee's up to with you. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh I, lurk. I don't post that much, but I lurk oh, like, like, like crazy. What yeah. a great community that is. Though, right? I love it's it. It's unbelievable. It's really like bringing people together and so many friendships that have been made through that. People going to each other's weddings. People using the major fitness challenge, changing their their whole lives. Yep. It's, it's it's crazy. It's so much more than wrestling figures. It really is a community. It's like the DDP yoga of wrestling figures. I love it. I just spent two days with DDP in Atlanta. I might be doing that too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's great. <laughs> That's it's awesome. So, it's so much fun. The 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 cold plunge is fucking cold. Is it? Oh yeah, it's it's colder than you think. Well. Big Rubber Guys, obviously. You can go to MajorPodMerch.com. Yeah, yeah. Get the Big Rubber Guys. I don't know if... Does anybody have access to the SDL bendies anymore? I got to get one now because you're, you've been here. Um, those will be arriving soon, but they were pre-order, so I know I'm sure they'll be on eBay, you know? Uh, we, might have some, we might have ordered some extras for Major Pod merch. All right, I'll hit up Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> but thanks um, for having us, Sam. Yeah, great. yeah. Thank thanks you for coming. Yeah. Thank uh, you. Yeah, we'll have to do it again and... and it's, it's amazing to watch the journey. Thank, Thank you very you. much, Sam.